Hello. Thank you very much indeed for once again downloading the podcast, unless it just kind of popped up automatically because you've been listening to the others. Yeah, that sometimes does happen if you subscribe, doesn't it? So even if you don't uh, want it, just listen to a little bit and then you're getting you'll it. it. Well, Matt does a podcast uh, about fantasy football and he's really drilled down into the facts about what makes them work best. So how long are we looking at people listening for on average? Well, you can get stats, you can get the analytics, uh, and the average listening time is about half an hour to 45 minutes. So some people will drop off before the end. I think that's oh. maybe because some people listen as they're going to sleep at night, which is nice, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's so when I listen to it. sort of accompanying you while you nod off. Uh, but by the way, that uh, uh, Fantasy Premier League uh, podcast is called Game Week. How uh, dare you? Feel free, <laughs> while you're on this uh, uh, platform that you download your podcast from, why not subscribe to that? So what two things. Know? A, I was hoping to skew younger yet again, and you said listen to us while you nod off, <laughs> like someone sat in their favourite armchair in front of the fire, sucking on a Werther's original. And secondly, you've used this as a platform to plug your well, other you work. you mentioned this. I, I did mention it. And you know what? It is very good. And I was <laughs> lucky enough one on one occasion to be a guest. <laughs> you're so lucky, yeah. And what, what did you what see? Honor. What did you see? No, I, I loved it. What did you see from the analytics after I appeared? When you came on, suddenly we ticked that uh, 16 to 24-year-old demographic. Boom. Yeah, it's That's true. That's what we're doing. Where you go, young people follow. You're like the Pied Piper <laughs> of podcasts. <laughs> it's creepy, I'm not going to lie. Uh, we wanted to get Pandora from Kiss FM in again. Um, she will she, be coming. She's li- this she's is the second busy. week in a row she texts me saying, I've got something on babes. She's I'm murking really sorry. She's pretty much murking she us is. every I single time. Yeah, she is. Like Rio Ferdinand-style murking. <laughs> That was 10 years. Murkin? I don't want to start a rumour. she's that... got a Murkin. <laughs> no, that's not right. Sorry, Pandora. I didn't mean to talk about you. Is that what the kids Merkin. do now, is it? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I got the latest pubic wig. Yes, yeah. bruv. Pubic wigs. Um, okay, well, we're going to skew younger anyway. I've got a little. I've got a quiz for you. You know what the young oh, people yeah. love, don't you? Kardashians. They love them. Yeah. Uh, so answer me this, Matt. Which Kardashian is pregnant and which one, I think, at this stage of time of record, is rumoured to be pregnant? I only, well, I only know Kim, so that's going to be a tough one for me, that. It's not. It's Chloe Kardashian. Chloe, right, she, yeah. She shows off growing baby bump in L.A. Oh, And okay. Kylie Jenner, apparently yeah. she hasn't kind of come out as pregnant yet, but all the gossip is that she might be. Is she a Kardashian as well? She is. She's How kind come of, she's got a different name? She's part of the family. Oh, right. She's, okay. she, she has her father's she's like name. She's cousin, is she? No, uh, yeah, they share the same mum. Wow, right, wow. God. How do you know this stuff? Because I'm young. and <laughs> You're the Pied Piper of podcasts. That's I have why. absolutely no idea what I've just said is correct. And I'm sorry if in any way I've offended anybody. Um, right, so the podcast has landed. Uh, it's got Jeff Goldblum on it. Who wants to skew younger when you have got youth personified yeah. in a 65-year-old man's body that is Jeff Goldblum? He was fantastic, wasn't Effortlessly he? Effortlessly cool, as always. Uh, he described me at one point as wildly lovable. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's quite, and quite a compliment, isn't well, it? I, f- I feel amazing about it. Um, there is something truly outstanding from Matt don't impression me much when he attempts to do and I'm not going to ruin it here in the in the intro but even if even if uh, the producers put that bit at the end of the podcast and you're nodding off in your favorite armchair in front of the fireplace <laughs> don't stay yeah, up don't. for it stay with you, it you don't want to miss it um or pause it and then nod off and then listen to the rest of it the next morning well there's yeah. a nice <laughs> idea isn't there so you don't have to listen to it all in one go while you're making your porridge split it up <laughs> yeah split it up um, Ed Sheeran also joins us on the show. We got him to do Cliffhanger Cam because obviously he's had two cameo appearances in two um, Australian and one, I think, New Zealand-based soap. Oh, yeah. And obviously he was in Game of Thrones, so we were testing his acting skills. Um, and Matt and I had a great honour bestowed upon us, which was to appear in Christian O'Connell and the gang's horror movie, Morning Gory, yeah. which is coming out on Halloween. Soon to be released. 
Um, it involves Matt heavily made up in the face, noshing away at me. Yes. <laughs> heavily made up for no apparent reason as well. It was really because bizarre. Because my head was buried in your guts for the, uh, <laughs> for the whole time. He was up to his neck in berry guts. <laughs> Happy this Halloween, is, everybody. This is not going to give them nice dreams when they nod <laughs> off, is it? A little crochet blanket over their knees. I'll <laughs> yeah. oh, listen to that lovely David Berry and Matthew Dyson. They're nice guys. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. Good afternoon, everybody. Coming up to 10 to 5 on your Monday. My name's Dave Berry. That there is my dear friend, Matt Dyson. Hi there. Oh, very good. Um, I had a girly weekend this weekend. I oh, did you, dear friend? I did. It was lovely. There were there were the three girls. There was me. Yeah. Um, it's my girlfriend and her two friends. Uh, they were just meant to stay over on Friday evening, but they ended up not leaving until late last night. Wow. And it was great. We watched Hocus Pocus in our pyjamas. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I had to look up what Hocus Pocus was, I'm not going to lie. Oh, it's a classic movie from the it's early 90s. It's a film about witches by Disney. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're coming up to Halloween. It was yeah, nice. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, I, um, we talked about boys. Oh, yeah, did you? I was chucking out advice. <laughs> and I want to apologise. <laughs> because it, whilst it started out as I, th- I like to think sound advice, yeah. once the rosé got flowing, the advice was probably not, should probably not be taken, I would really? imagine. Really? Yeah. yeah. You what, deliberately giving them bad advice? No, I, I, no my intention, <laughs> no. it came from a good place. Oh, right. I just, it came through the rosé filter, which kind of puts oh, you in a bad place, is what right, I've discovered. Yeah. But it was fun. How was your weekend? Yeah, it was all right. Um, I, I took my daughter out on her bike yesterday and tried to, she tried to ride it without stabilisers for the first time. How did that go? She didn't take well to it. Right. Oh. Uh, you know, she, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you sort of give it a couple of goes and then lose a bit of interest. And she was like, can we just put them back on now, please, after about 10 minutes? The stabilisers. Yeah. I always yeah. think I was quite a latecomer to learning to ride a bike without stabilisers. I would have been about eight, I think. Well, Bess is behind all the other kids in her class. And Our old is Bess? She's nearly six. She's six at the end of November. What? And there's kids younger than most that... kids now they ride those balance bikes without pedals so they oh, get I've to seen them, to speed, yeah. so they ride them around and then they don't really ever need um, stabilizers most kids nowadays so she's she's quite far behind well, I'd say the get, thing that maybe with with best which which worked for me was when I saw lots of other kids riding around without their stabilizers on that was to kick up the bottom that I needed. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Because I, I remember it's one of those kind of childhood memories that stuck with me, but it was a bit like a combination of BMX bandits and Lord of the Flies. <laughs> I was just stood in the, uh, this uh, friend's birthday party while she and all her other mates just cycled around me. Oh, no, you were there with stabilisers <laughs> Yeah, and oh. I was kind of just like, just looking around, going, oh, where are they all going? So yeah. I, made, I made a pact to myself that I would learn to ride a bike when I got home that very evening. You can't, you can't do bunny hops with stabilisers on, can you? No, it's Certainly not cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we hope you had a great week. Weekend, and make sure you keep it absolute radio because coming up later this evening, Jeff Goldblum is going to be on the show. Oh, we yeah. couldn't be more excited. A slight pause and Dave Berry on Absolute Radio. Thanks to Matt Dyson, who in this very room on Friday the 13th of October oh, said, day. You didn't, I know, it was an unlucky was day for day, dogs yeah, yeah. and everyone who works <laughs> well, here. Yeah. I mean, I merely cast an opinion about dogs in the office saying it's not for me. You used to be able to bring your dog in every Friday. Everyone loves seeing the dogs. Those little kind of slightly deflated footballs we'd kick around the office so they could get a little teeth into them. Um, But, you know, you said your thing and now I think you're looking around the globe even to say French politics to look to validation for your opinion. Well, it's interesting. I mean, although I didn't have any say in what the management of this uh, company did with the dogs. No, but they listened, didn't they? Like good management, they listened to you. Although it's nothing 
anything to do with me, uh, there is a piece of evidence showing how inappropriate it is to have a dog at work. And uh, it's the French president, Emmanuel Macron. Uh, his dog, Nemo, yeah. uh, urinated in a fireplace during a very important meeting at the Elysee Palace over the weekend. So he's there having a chat. Very, it's all being videoed for television. <laughs> yeah. High-level talks, and the dog starts weeing in the background. Well, this is the sort of thing that can happen. Well, now, well, it's childish to laugh at this, and we, we wouldn't possibly laugh at this kind of dog-based toilet humour, but it's just amazing how you can see the moment where he actually hears the sound. Yes, you can hear it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he kind of turns around, and then it's just there. Yeah. All its glory. Nemo doesn't give a monkeys. <laughs> no, Nemo doesn't care, but, you know, maybe he shouldn't be there. That should be, you know, like, if that's happening during the Brexit negotiations and, like, Theresa May's there and then David Davis's British bulldog starts uh, <laughs> urinating on Jean-Claude Juncker's mantelpiece. That's not going to help our, our side of things, is it? Well, we, we well, I think Brexit's in enough trouble as it is at the moment, but, you know, <laughs> dogs aside. Um, but what we wanted to do in the interest of balanced journalism, Matt, was give you an opportunity to have your say uh, yeah. and tell this story about Nemo, Macron's dog, the first dog, if you would, um, yeah. because uh, coming up uh, very soon, we're going to be talking to the people you've directly affected from around the office, and we want everybody listening to the show, if they want to get into touch and have their say on who's right and who's wrong is it the loving caring uh, dog owners and those loving caring animals themselves or is it horrible horrible matt dyson <laughs> i mean i don't want to influence you in any way dave berry right here and now the dave berry show on absolute radio as many of you will be aware a careless comment made by matt dyson right here in this very room on friday the 13th of october well that day was certainly unlucky for most of us here in the building, as after Matt said dogs didn't belong in the workplace, they have now been banned from the building, and if we are ever to see them in return, it will be on a quarterly basis, and for many people, that's just not enough. But, but it's still nothing to do with me. You know, it, that was a decision taken at a much higher level than mine. <laughs> Although that may be why I got a dirty look in the lift earlier, I think, actually, thinking about it. I think the two are linked, and I think yeah. there is enough evidence, both on the radio show and the stuff that we've been putting out on Twitter, to say that you're actually really pleased by this piece of news. And how directly... Uh, you know, you are responsible for dogs being banned. It was the way in which you celebrated in people's faces <laughs> afterwards. It's really, really Come got on. the hatred going. Uh, now, we've already talked about um, French President Macron's uh, dog taking a little piddle in the fireplace during a live interview, which Matt was using as kind of proof that his theory was correct. Valid point. So what, moving from that, and we gave you the opportunity to say that here on the show, we're mo moving into the far-reaching ramifications of your actions, and we're going to be talking to some people from around the building. Now, they all asked us to disguise their voices because they didn't want you, like, going on some horrible revenge streak <laughs> up and down the building, going and having a word with them. Are you ready? No. OK, this is the first one, Matt. I want you to turn your headphones up so you can really hear the pain in this person's voice. As an adult, having a dog hasn't been something that I've been able to achieve. But for once a week, there was a light in my life, and that light was a dog called Thor. Thor would come into the office every Friday, and it wasn't just my life that he touched. He touched a lot of people's <laughs> lives. And now, after just one careless comment from Matt Dyson, that dream, that light, has gone out. His prejudice, like a poison, has spread throughout the building... That light has gone out. Let, let, think about what? that. Prejudice. Poison <laughs> spreading through the building. <laughs> That's what, we've got more of these. OK, have a little listen to what this person had to say. 
I love dogs. I love them so much, but due to my crippling asthma that I've had since I, I was a kid, I, I've never actually been able to have one in the house. Absolute Radio gave me so much in this regard, in the shape of Thor, the dog, and others who have visited the radio station. And Matt Dyson is so very cruel for taking that away from me. He says that dogs leave hair everywhere. Now, dogs have 15,000 hairs per square inch. I'm no expert, but looking at Matt's face and arms, he's at least 16,000 <laughs> per square inch. Bow your head, Matt, and repent. Bring us our daily dog and deliver us from evil. The evil you have so clearly become. <laughs> the evil you have so clearly become. You know, I spent um, most of the afternoon trying to change that person's voice to disguise his yeah, identity. It's so clearly Pete it. Donaldson, isn't it? <laughs> No one says absolute radio. He, like he's that. so from the northeast. You just can't. You can't distort that. Oh, um, and finally, Matt, just to give you some more food for thought, I want you to listen to the words of Lucky, who is a four-year-old red setter. Here we go. I'm so upset and confused. What did I do to upset Matt Dyson so much? I've never even sniffed his bum. My purpose in life is to make everyone happy. And so now, my life has no purpose. Why have you done this to me? Why? I love you. How could you? You know, I, you, you're aiming all this at the wrong person. I did not, not make the decision. Merely passed the comment. Um, it doesn't end here, though, because coming up later on this evening, I couldn't be more pleased to say that Jeff Goldblum is going to be my guest on the show. And he had one or two things to say what? about you. It's coming up later on. Be still, my child. It's Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio. Let's begin. This is very exciting. Uh, it's a Dave Berry show on Absolute Radio, and my guest this evening, open brackets, I couldn't be more excited, close brackets, is Mr. Jeff Goldblum, everybody. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Jeff, hello. He hello. It's close brackets. Uh, I'm so happy to be here. Close, close brackets. <laughs> we were just discussing that in the garms you're wearing, Jeff, you are, we're just around the corner from Carnaby Street, and you are busting what can only be described as mod chic right now, and I respect that about you. Well, you, it takes one to know one. Look, I love your Chelsea boots. Thank you, A uh, distressed sort of brown, dark brown. Very, very... Black skinny jeans on. Yeah. Can you think of a movie... Well, of course, we're thinking of the Beatles, of course. Yeah. Jeez. What's your favourite Beatles song? My favourite Beatles song, I was thinking about it just last night. I think it's a toss-up between Something, which is... Something in the way she moves. I think George Harrison wrote that. He did. Oh, and your other favourite, you were saying two two Beatles songs. I think it might be I Am The Walrus. I like the kind of psychedelic language. You are me and I am you and you and me and we are all together. No, that's... Yes. Yes, it is. That's I am the walrus. See how they're on like I am the walrus. I am the walrus. You are the walrus. Yeah, it's spectacular. Cuckoo, oh. choo, Jeff. Cuckoo, choo, and cuckoo, choo, and uh, yellow matter custard dripping from a dead dog's eye. Yeah. Semolina pilchard climbing up the Eiffel Tower. Oh, that, what poets? What? what, what thanks, I John. I like that, and I think that was on Magical Mystery Tour, wasn't it? Yes, correct. Oh, I love that. Yes. What's your favorite Beatles track, Jeff? Oh, I love them all. Jeez, I yeah, was just it's thinking. Yeah, tough that. one. I me mind. I me mind. I me mind. 
mine, I'm in mine. Anyway, I love them all. I, I, love, um, I love so many. Yeah, they're, they're, they're one of my favorites. Jeff, let's talk about the fact you are now part of the ever-expanding Marvel Universe and how exciting that must be. That's very exciting for me. I love the whole... Those Marvel people, you know, they know what they're doing. And they're very genuine, very sweet. The whole atmosphere, even though it's a production army of 200 people, sort of has their finger for their psychic DNA on it. It's very sweet uh, um, company and generous. And they make these big, very confidently and effectively, these big, epic movies. I just had the best time. Very lucky to have crossed their... Their path, and of course, joining a cast like this. Well, I, I mean, um, ju I've just written a couple down. Chris Hemsworth, I've had the pleasure of meeting before. Very what a lovely. Guy. I love, you know, I worked with Liam too. The whole yeah. family is so wonderful. They're, they're a very super handsome family as well, aren't they're they? Very they're handsome. Intimidatingly handsome family. Oh, you, you shudder, you quake in I, their presence. I don't like being near them. I know. I was once at a urinal. Even talking and I about had, them, I'm some yeah, sort of. Yeah, I, I had, I had um, Chris Hemsworth one side of me, and I had Jason Bourne the other side. My of me. God, I had God, stage God. fright, Jeff. Of course you did. Why? wouldn't you I, I, I couldn't tinkle next to thor tinkle yeah what, you know, have a pp next to oh thor. yeah no no you couldn't but no. you did but you did anyway i, I did it I, I it's uncontrollable it you can't control it <laughs> everything starts to evacuate i know oh you get around them oh just lost get, all control oh everything opens up absolutely <laughs> it, oh, yeah. it must be very messy on set totally constantly um, but kate blanchett is is fabulous in the movie i Idris worship Elba, her oh, mark ruffalo who's one of not only my favorite actors i've never met him but one of my favorite people on twitter I adore him. He's one of my favorite people on planet Earth or the solar system or the cosmos. <laughs> I, you know, we didn't have scenes together, but we came together and yeah. talked up a storm. I love him to pieces. Yeah. Dave Berry in all shapes and forms on Absolute Radio. Where it is time to play Matt. Don't impression me much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite moment of the week. If I had time to just practice one, I would be able to do it better. But to keep moving between the different ones is even harder a challenge. It's a, no, it is. A, it's a real test and a real challenge. But but producer Amanda said that she heard you practicing in the office today. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. you're doing it under your breath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little practice session. <laughs> Get into the zone. Well, it's good. All right, joining us now, hoping to win themselves a Roberts Digital Radio online one. We have Adrian. Good evening to you, Adrian. Good evening, Dave. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thanks for taking thank part. You. Cheers, thank you very much. And online too, we have Jez. Good evening, Jez. Good evening, Dave. Oh, it's lovely having you on the show, my friend. Uh, this is Adrian, Adrian, Jez, etc., etc. Evening, evening. All right, Adrian. Okay, right, lovely. Right. Uh, so, gentlemen, the best of luck to you. This is what's going to happen. There is a 45-second timer. Um, Matt is going to do as many impressions as he can. I'm going to guess as many correctly as I can. Um, Adrian, how many do you think that will be? Adrian? Hi, I went for three. Oh, you went for three. Okay, and yeah. Jess, how many do you think I'm going to get? I went for five. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Optimistic Jez there, calling in on line two. Um, right, so gentlemen, we wish you the best of luck. Above all, we wish Matt the best of luck. Matt, are you ready? Yeah. Our 45 seconds starts now. I'm so happy. It's almost winter cut season. <laughs> jo Jose Mourinho. No, uh, no, I cannot see it. I did not see it at uh, the winter Pepe cut. Le Pew. No. Arsene Wenger. Yes. 
I've been in the business for 50 years, but I still feel green behind the ears. <laughs> good, that was good. I have no idea. Is what? that green behind the ears? I'm going to have to pass. Oh, I'm frog. Kermit the frog. Oh! Uh, so, Some people say I'm soft in the end, but I'm tougher than it looks. Again, it's another good one. Oh, quiet. I'm not getting them today. I'm letting everyone Frank's down. side button. <laughs> Be careful, it's a jungle out there. Well, hey! I've never seen anyone do an impression of this guy. I have no idea who that is either. Keith Jagwin. What? You could say I was Lord of the Rings. We run out of time. You know what I mean? You could say I was Lord of the Ring. Frank Bruno? Yes. Okay. I'm going to It won't make no difference to who wins the radio, so I'm going to take that one just because I think, am I right in saying I got two? I got oh. two right, which means, uh, Adrian, congratulations. You've won yourselves to the Roberts Digital Radio. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you very much, Jez. Well done. Good man. Thank you. And Jez, five. Jez, boy, was going to be five. Seriously optimistic. Do you know what, Jez? I'm going to give you a Roberts Digital Radio as well, just for being such a nice guy. You're both going to win tonight, okay? Nice one. Thanks, Dyson. No, I felt I let the side down. Thank you for tuning into the show. <laughs> give it up for the gentleman there. So, Matt Dyson. Yeah. I Keith Chegwin is such a tough Keith one. Keith Chegwin. Why I mean, would you yeah. pick Keith Chegwin? I don't know. Why <laughs> Keith Chegwin was slightly... He's got quite a nondescript voice, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, that, that kind of just, yeah, no, you know, normal speaking yeah. voice is yeah, what's probably yeah. given him the queries he's enjoyed. I thought my Kermit the Frog and Frank Sidebottom were all right. Oh, and the green behind the ears thing. Yeah, I can't forgive yeah. myself for missing yeah, out on yeah. that. Okay, we're going to do it again next week. Um, it's going to get even worse because we're rapidly running out of people with identifiable <laughs> well, identifi- identifi- checkers. Was. I mean, uh, where can we go from there? <laughs> week three and we're at Checkers, oh no. Dave Barry in all shapes and forms on Absolute Radio. Mr. Jeff Goldblum. Now, Jeff, um, you can see the cameras laid out in front of us here because nowadays we film everything even in the world of radio. Uh, so, Jeff, I thought we could do a piece to camera. And what I'd like you to do is look straight down the barrel of that. That is Jeff Goldblum cam. And give your most charming, enticing expression. Let me get us started. This is, this is Dave Berry cam here. I'm just going to go for a simple eyebrow raise. OK, go ahead. Well, oh, that's very, and I like that. Can you top that, Jeff? I know. I'm sure I can. <laughs> I sit at your feet, at your Chelsea booted feet. Here's something of mine. I don't know. I have nothing formulaic. It, okay. It's, you know. Oh. Oh, that's nice. Oh! You, yes. Uh, you felt it, that? Coy but powerful. Thank you. That's the, na- <laughs> that's the name of my autobiography. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely going to have to put that on our Twitter feed and Absolute Radio. We'll put it on the Facebook page as well. Now, Jeff, I'd like to get your opinion on something. You, I'm all, I'm all, I have opinions about everything under the sun. Okay, um, the guy I do my show with is called Matt Dyson. We've known each other for a long time. Matt Dyson. Matt Dyson, that's okay, right. Okay, It was nice of you to pretend like that rang a bell, but he's, he's not Oh, no, no, no. The, my, who doesn't know Matt Dyson? Yeah, yeah, well, in the building right now at Absolute Radio, he is, he's the bad guy because he complained about um, Dog. Friday, where everyone here gets to bring their dog in from home on a Friday. People love it. Matt said this is a place of work, and he didn't like the dogs being here, so the bosses have now stopped it, bringing kind of misery and grimace to the faces of all in the five floors of this building. And me too. Shame on you, Dyson. Shame yes. on you. Yes. No, the speed. There's the no bad dogs. I, I myself have a red-haired... I'd show you a picture of, of Woody, our dog. Red-haired oh. standard poodle. Oh. He sleeps with us. 
He's a dear, dear angel, and the, all species of the planet are, are worthy of equal respect as us nincompoops. And if you wanted to bring Woody on set, or if you wanted to bring him in here now while we were doing this interview, I would love to see Woody. What is Matt Dyson's problem, Jeff? What's your problem, Matt Dyson? <sighs> what the heck is going on? <laughs> Like my parents, you know, we had a dog, a poodle, in fact. That's, I think, why I got the, yeah, okay. his, named Ginger. He nipped at a kid on a bicycle. There wasn't much there, but there was a complaint. Or I don't know what. We came home from school one day. They said, well, Ginger, the chief of police came over, and he took him up to his farm, upstate Pennsylvania. Oh, no. And that's, he's going to be fine the there. Yeah. Now it's, everybody knows that's the, you know, well, the signature. Let's not. Let's no, not you know no, what that, yeah, they didn't we, know it then. No. Yes. I think they did away with the dog. Oh no, I love dogs. I want all dogs right, right now, right here. Yeah. If Dyson, Dyson, you will, you will, you will get a dog. I'm going to send you a dog, Mr. Dyson. <laughs> send Matt Dyson. Send your little puppy. I think if Matt Dyson had his way, he'd be the guy who ran the farm, Jeff. That's that's his problem. Cruella Deville, I call him. Yeah, he is. He's like a very hairy Cruella Deville. So her suit, that Dyson is like a fur is murder. <laughs> Take off that, but it's his skin. It's, it's yeah, it well, is his own little, fur. A little depilatory wouldn't do you a bit of harm, Dyson. Start. Doing something, plucking or waxing. <laughs> and here he is, Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Time has just gone 5.30 and it is time for Tradespeople to the Stars. And joining us right now, we have Mark. Good evening to you, Mark. Good evening, Dave. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, mate, you? Excellent, very well. Thank you for getting in touch with the show. We're so excited to be talking to you, as we are all our tradespeople to the stars. Uh, so let me just ask you question number one. Mark, what is or what was your trade? My trade was I would um, service and fix satellite systems. Satellite system Ooh. repair operator. Okay, so we've got your trade locked in. The big question is, the one that everybody's waiting to hear the answer to with bated breath on their Tuesday evening is, which star did you ply your trade for? Snooker legend, Dennis Taylor. Dennis oh. Taylor, everyone! Wow! Whoa, he had a satellite. <laughs> <laughs> for, for the telly. Oh, this was in the 80s, yeah. Around that time, yeah. Well, early 90s. Okay, um, so when you were doing this, when you were installing a satellite system for tennis legend Dennis Taylor, for a snooker legend uh, Dennis Taylor, should I say, was he there at the time? He was indeed, yeah, really nice guy. Wow, this is incredible. And, um, you know, what, so you say he was a nice guy, what was he like? Did he, would he come out and talk with you? Would you be allowed to go into the house? What was he like? Oh, well, he invited, invited the two of us into the house. He was there talking all the time. He came out and was asking us stuff about the install and yeah. how the dish fits up and things like that. Just really, really, really interested in the whole thing. But uh, just a genuinely nice guy. He was interested in the installation process. Yeah. He was. He loved it. <laughs> Um, I know, Matt, you had a big question about his chosen eyewear. I was just wondering, once you'd installed the Sky TV system, did uh, he wear those upside-down Deirdre <laughs> Barlow glasses that he used to wear to watch TV? Did you witness him watching TV at all? I witnessed him watching TV. He didn't have the glasses he on, did, no. I but, didn't uh, have the glasses if, if on. If, if we'd put the dish upside down, he may have needed them. <laughs> They were purely for snooker, though. I think they were purely for snooker. I remember my dad, we had a small snooker table in the back room, and I remember he used to turn his own glasses upside down to do a Dennis Taylor. I mean, we still don't know to this day if they helped. Um, But moving on um, from his optical wear, um, let's ask you this. It's the final question and the one that matters the most. 
Did he offer to make you a cup of tea? Dave, I've got to be honest with you. In the hour and a half I was there, I had four cups of tea. Yeah! Amazing, Mark. Dennis Taylor, a legend of not only the snooker world, but also the world of tradespeople to the stars. Mark, we're going to give you a Roberts Digital Radio for taking the time to talk to us. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Have yourself a fantastic evening. Mark, everybody. Um, if you Thanks, want a guys. piece... That's my pleasure. If you want a piece of that, well, then you can get in touch and text us 81215. He's the here and now. He's Dave Berry. This is Absolute Radio. Dave Berry's Mail Order Bribe. Now, Jeff, it is time for a feature that I like to do with all of my favourite guests called Mail Order Bribe. What I have here is a catalogue. Now, there you go. That's of all thank- manner of surprises. I don't, wow, that's a heavy Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a big time. Uh, so basically, you've got £24.99 of your own money. I'm going to play a song. You're going to flick through this catalogue yeah. and you're going to find something that you think I'm going to like. That you're going to And like. then if I do like it, I'm going to give your movie the best plug it's ever had on national radio. Wow, this is a, like a, that's a labyrinthian jumping through a fiery hoop <laughs> idea. I yeah. like it already. I okay. had five months off. I'm a bit twisted. This is what I've come back with, Jeff. <laughs> Sorry. So good. Dave Barry, um, you're good. Okay, Jeff, we're going to play that song. You get picking. Make sure you pick something good. It's mail order bribe. It's coming next. It's Absolute Radio on your Monday evening. Uh, the time is 18.37. And where do we find ourselves? Well, I'm in a room with Jeff Goldblum, uh, who has placed his microphone on his lap because he's holding a very heavy edition of the Argos catalogue. He's looking through the Argos catalogue to pick me a gift so that I will give his brand new movie a really big plug. That's what's happening, only on The Dave Berry Show. $24.99, so I've got so something where I can spend under that... Thing. You can go under that. Oh. But $24.99 is your, is your budget, it's your top, top. It's your top limit. And you've got to like it. Well, I, you know, some of these leather chairs are very nice. <laughs> Ooh. I could see you with a nice toaster. Okay. Well, I, this very nice toaster for $29.99. It's out of budget, Jeff. Who doesn't like... It's in our budget. <laughs> Who doesn't like a nice toaster? And this... Uh, well, here's a slow cooker. You could do some rice in there. But I see you... Uh, I, knowing you as I do... Yes, Jeff. Although this French fryer... This French fryer... I'd like to see you with a way to French fry... French those fries. Yeah, home. It's, it's like you're in my head. <laughs> I go with that. Yes, I'm getting you the 31 uh, 30, uh, capacity for 32.99. What did we say? 24.99. Forget it. Forget okay. It. Okay. Go. We're going 24. 24. Even over with the toaster. Never mind. Nothing on this page. Tw- the only thing on this page is the 22. Oh, it's a deep fat fryer. Okay, I'm into that. I'll get you this, this cheap, this cheap deep fat fryer. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever loved me enough to say that to me, Jeff. You can fry anything you want. No, I'm sure you've been loved by many, many a parade of people. You're 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 wildly lovable. Well, there you are. I, I think I did it, Jeff. You did it. You did it so well. Um, the new movie. Thor Ragnarok is out in cinemas tomorrow. Jeff, it's been such a pleasure meeting you and spending a little bit of time in your company. Please give it up for Jeff Goldblum, everybody. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you. Drive safely. Drive safely. He cuts quite a dash. It's Dave Berry. Absolute Radio. Right now, though, well, many of you will be concerned about hashtag pray for Christian O'Connell. Because on The Breakfast Show this morning, he was chatting about the fact that he'd been invited to talk at a conference 
in um, in Germany. Yeah. Uh, which I imagine, Matt, you know, you worked on the breakfast show for a while. Christian Stripes is a kind of broadcaster who gets invited to a lot of these things. Yeah, he's always on the continent doing talks, yeah. And he had some ridiculous plan that he was going to, like, finish the breakfast show tomorrow at, like, 10 when he goes yeah. off air. Then he was going to get in a taxi and make it to the airport. And the guys were kind of saying, look, Christian, there's no way that you're going to get through passport control and all that tomorrow. You maybe need to bring your cab forward, maybe talk to someone about kind of shooting off early, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Uh, but this was happening tomorrow, so it's all breezy. Christian will, of course, come up with a solution. And then, live on the air, this happened. I've just checked the itinerary. It's today. I've got no passport. I'm not making it, uh, uh, everything I just said about going to Munich. I'm supposed to be on the 10.50 flight this morning. I just tried my wife. There's no answer. If anyone knows my wife, please get to call me ASAP. I need my passport. I haven't got the tickets. And I'll be no really speech. honest. I remember in the speech. That was going to be done tonight. I feel bad because I feel so sorry for you. And at the same time, this is hilarious. <laughs> it's both. I literally got to take this. This actually is my wife. Sarah. <laughs> No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> You're, You're joking! <laughs> um, so, anyway, um, Christian then runs downstairs, gets in his taxi. Bear in mind, he hasn't, got, he hasn't got the speech prepared. He hasn't got any of his travel documentation. He decides to call back into the show. Christian? I'm in, I'm, I'm in the taxi on my way to Heathrow Airport. I'm uh, not sure what terminal. I don't have a ticket, don't have a passport, but I have a 1050 flight and a speech to deliver at 4 p.m. to 500 people. You should have just FaceTimed the speech. <laughs> yeah, I don't need this right now. I, I was really starting to like you. You can really go off someone rapidly. It's 9.01 on Absolute Radio. Um, I'm now departing Golden Square. <laughs> So there we go. It's that time of the day. He's departing Golden Square here in Soho, and he's trying to make his way back to the airport. Well, Sarah, you're joking, O'Connell, <laughs> managed to intercept him at the airport with the passport, and I can tell you right now that he made it, everybody. He made it, he made it to the conference. Wow. He did the speech. Is he doing the speech around there, or has it happened? The speech, apparently, I was speaking to his team, has already happened. Wow. I mean, it was awful. Yeah. It was <laughs> one of the worst conference speeches of all time. Now... The Dave Berry Show. Absolute radio. What an earthly pleasure the no-repeat guarantees being this afternoon. That's Joy Division. Love will tear us apart on the Dave Berry Show and Absolute Radio. Matt Dyson is here as well. And now, Matt, I'd like to take us back just a couple of weeks, if I may, and I'm going to do this via a story, a big story that's come out this week. A man has managed to fly more than 25 kilometres across South Africa, suspended uh, from 100 helium balloons. Yeah. His name's Tom Morgan. He's from Bristol. Uh, good afternoon to you, Tom. He reached heights of over 8,000 feet while strapped to a camping chair. He's 38 years old. He spent two days inflating the balloons. He initially attempted to fly from Botswana, but after several failed attempts, the challenge was moved to South Africa. So fear not, Tom. The reason we're talking about this is we, too, tried to do something with some helium balloons here on the show, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, it didn't go quite as well, though, did it? No. Bear in mind, this guy had 100 helium balloons and he flew himself in a camping chair 25 kilometres. Mm. We had eight helium balloons and attached to them was the old round pound as we tried to give it a good send-off. Just one pound coin in an envelope. That was all it was. What are the ratios on that? Like a grown man, it how can't much be, Tom weighs? It doesn't seem right. Yeah, it doesn't seem to scale, does it? It doesn't seem like it should work. So basically, Tom's story makes us feel even more incompetent when it comes to our helium ballooning uh, than we already did. Uh, this is what happened that fateful afternoon. Thank you very much, Round Pound, for all you've done for us. Oh. I've got my first oh. beer in an off-license. We've had some great collection of Round Pounds. Coin, haven't we? Okay, be free, my love. 
and thank you for all the memories. Go. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, it's... It's got oh, caught dear. in a tree. Straight into the nearest tree. Straight into the nearest tree. And it's not even particularly high up in the tree. No, That's the worst no. thing. It's kind of dangling. At, in human terms, it's at waist height. It's Forget not going it. to work. Forget it. I think we just leave it now. We've got to. What does it say on the note in the envelope? It says, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. We are 40 feet from home. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's uh, it was weird because it didn't even go up in the air at all. It just went sideways. <laughs> if, if that had been Tom, yeah. I don't know if he would have been around today to tell us this amazing <laughs> yeah, story. To true, be honest, yeah. or eventually set up his own competitive helium balloon race in Africa. He says he wants to avoid areas of lots of spiky bushes, though. Wow. Um, <laughs> shall we? Shall we dust off the old helium balloon? Shall we learn from our old uh, round one pound example and maybe enter into Tom's competition? Oh, well, it's like that, that Disney film up, isn't it? Just there, oh, him in a camping chair. Oh. It's such a sad Have you film. seen that film? I watched it for the first time the other weekend with my kids. It's so sad. Did you cry? I, I, I was only half watching it, but yeah, I welled up a little bit. Yeah, The bit when it, because he'd lived with his wife all his life. Oh, me, don't, so don't so get sad. me started. How would you? I don't think it was appropriate for children to be honest. <laughs> it's what? a bit depressing. Breathe with Dave. Dave Berry on Absolute Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. It is ten minutes past four here on the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio, where it has been utter carnage all morning and afternoon long. We only managed to squeeze ourselves into the main studio here just fifteen minutes ago Ooh. because finally, after weeks of preparation, morning gory. The Breakfast Show Horror Movie, which you will see debut on the show on Halloween, has been recorded. Yes. And it was a very, very mixed bag for us both, wasn't it, Matt? It really was, yeah. We spent a long time in makeup, uh, didn't we? Far uh, too long. Um, and <laughs> some of it unnecessary, I think. Well, uh, we can't get the makeup off, can we? No, and we can't you get spent it off. ages. You've got now quite a little bit of a red face, if I'm yeah, yeah, And yeah. all you had to do was just kind of like you had to nosh me for the whole of our scene. So your head was your head was basically down in my stomach, on your eating stomach. guts. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. basically just chowing down on your abdomen for the whole. So time. no one. So I don't think I needed any makeup on my face. Really. No one can see your face. I was told it was sold into me. Like, look, Dave, it's really nice you to help out. I said, no, listen, Christian, it would be an honour to be involved. Just pop down, don't need any makeup for you because Matt's going to be eating your abdomen, so you'll be absolutely fine. Well, I got into makeup, I was there for a good half an hour, and whilst both the makeup team were absolutely lovely, uh, the one who was applying the gash to my neck, yeah. um, I said, How long have you been doing this? And she said, I've never done it before. <laughs> this ties nicely into engineer Hannah saying that when she made a brief appearance on set, uh, she just heard me say, That's really hurting my eyes. <laughs> It was like a clockwork orange in there at points. Um, but we have recorded our scene. Yes. I mean... For what it's worth. Christian seems happy. Yeah. Richie seems less so happy. I think they've got high production values. It's quite a professional operation yeah. that was going on in there. I mean, the director was really calling all the shots, and he was quite impressive. He was. And what was what was your costume as well? Because I haven't had a chance. Because we've uh, been separated because you couldn't get back into the studio because they were still filming. What, what uh, were you wearing? It was some sort of horrendous jacket that was five sizes too small for me. <laughs> and a blood-splattered white T-shirt. So, yeah, that was pretty much it. I think you look quite hipster. <laughs> yeah, Honestly, there, there are shops around Golden Square area that sell that stuff. Yeah. An extortionate price. I might wear it home. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can see the pictures for yourself because uh, producer Dave was on set snapping away. We're going to tweet them out at Absolute Radio. Uh, and on the way, I believe we have some clips as well uh, to share with you at some point during the show, just for you to realise how fantastic an actor Matt and I really are. Dave Berry in all shapes and forms. 
on Absolute Radio. It's the Daybury Show on Absolute Radio. Good evening, everybody. It's just gone 10 to 6. Um, this morning, um, when the Breakfast Show guys came off air, they went straight into hair and makeup because they are finally filming Morning Gory. They're doing it with your help. They're going to premiere it on the Breakfast Show here on Absolute Radio on Halloween. And, well, Matt and I were asked to have a little cameo. Which we were chuffed about, weren't we? We were. Um, we were told it was going to be totally breezy. I was personally told it would take ten minutes. I wouldn't have to wear any makeup because you'd be um, you'd be noshing into me. Apparently, Matt, <laughs> yes, yes. you'd be on your your stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah you'd yeah. be getting in there. So you'd be the zombified one. But it yeah. turns out we both spent quite a lot of time in makeup. Yeah, yeah. Um, at one point, I said, "Oh, how long have you guys been uh, a makeup artist to the to the team that were doing it?" They were really lovely people. Uh, one of them said, and this is I wrote this quote down. Yeah. Um, I've never done it before. <laughs> um, at which point, um, engineer Hannah uh, said that her only the two minutes she spent on set, she just heard me at one point say, that's really hurting my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and we are still covered in it, aren't we? Yeah, we are. I mean, apart from the makeup mishaps, they were, the, the production values were very high. It was quite impressive. Oh, it's it was, incredible. The whole operation was quite impressive. They're, they're, they're still out there now. Yeah. <laughs> they're still going. Um, so we got a couple of little snippets uh, that producer Dave had on his phone. And this first one here is... Uh, I didn't even know this happened. <laughs> it's a bit embarrassing for yours, truly. But the director was overheard talking about our first rehearsal. This is what I'm after, dude. It's so good. I don't want to lose that energy. Yeah. 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 Right. We don't want to lose the energy, guys. I totally hear you, Tarquin. And I said, I said, I'm, I'm feeling energised right now. Yeah, How yeah. am I going to feel in ten minutes? Yeah, yeah. Um, you were so in the moment, man. I was so in the moment. So I'm basically effectively lying on the floor with Matt kneeling over me. Why you had to have makeup done? I still don't I know, understand. I, my head was, I was gorging on your abdomen the entire time. I didn't even look up. I have got so much um, like <laughs> fake dried blood in my chest hair. It's unbearable. Uh, yeah, oh, I've just showed that on the camera. Is that? Oh, this, oh that'll be a yeah. Thanks, producer man. This will be a video. Anyway, this is an exclusive clip of Matt and I appearing in Morning Gory. Uh, you can hear me screaming quite a lot. It's the stuff that Tarquin really loves. This the is most. Where you can see. This is the acting. I mean, um, this is where you hear the acting. You can hear Matt going, <laughs> <laughs> which I love. Here we go. Action. <laughs> I went to my trailer for three hours after that scene. Just popped up again to do the show. Took it out of you. I was pooped. Shall we hear it again? Listen out for Matt. Here we go. Action. Oh no, why, Matt? Why? I didn't realise I was making that noise. Oh, you were brilliant. You're the Robert De Niro of zombies. It, it was like so I was method. Down there playing a kazoo. Or <laughs> Who's brought a kazoo on set? Tarkin was furious yeah. with you. He's the here and now. He's Dave Barry. This is Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Barry Show on Absolute Radio, and joining me this evening, I couldn't be happy to say it's Mr. Ed Sheeran, everybody. Hello. Hey, Ed, welcome to my new show. Good to be here. It's yeah. lovely to have you on board. Very, really nice. Really nice to see you. Like. Yeah, 
rocking it again. Well, thank you, mate. And thank you had a good time travelling. I had a good time travelling. Yeah, I had my five months off, and now I'm back. And as I say, I couldn't be more pleased. Where have you ever show. had five months off? I've never had five months off. Yeah. I was on. I started working out of school, guys. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so this has been it. Imagine. Um, let's start with you, though, shall we, Ed? <laughs> uh, congratulations on your Q Award. That was the last thank time you. I kind of glimpsed you from afar. Are um, you were there? I was there. Right. Uh, presented Kasabian with um, with best track. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing. Yeah, remember um, you got best act in the world today. So how does yeah. that feel when you when you wake up? I know you've won a lot of awards. When you wake up the day after that, knowing that you're the best act in the world, is it? I imagine you're in a silk kimono, slightly um, open. Well, it was best act in the world today. So I think the the, other, the next day that I woke up, you know, it's <laughs> like I don't I don't know if it would have been the next it's day. It's already gone. But for that particular day, yeah, they they thought that I was. Um, do you know what? I've seen that. Uh, I've been to the Q Awards a few times, and I've seen a lot of people pick up that award. And to be like added to the list of that is is pretty cool. I don't know, like obviously awards are. A matter of opinion they're not necessarily facts unless it's like an award based on sales or something and okay. was, but yeah so uh, wh- whoever decided that I was very grateful um, there's no denying at the moment that you've been a, a brave soldier um, I know you probably don't want to talk about this but how I feel like I just go on about it too well, much. No, I, people are like shut up mate hey, I, I, I just want to if I may as a friend yeah uh, we sat down you started talking about how my travels have been going I haven't had an opportunity until now to say how are you feeling that's all I want to know I'm good uh, I I'm pretty bummed that I had to postpone some concerts, but um, yeah, there's nothing really I can do. Uh, I'm having to do some really horrible hand exercises, which involve like bending it forward and bending it back and then moving. Right. The, yeah, I'm not keen on that. I'm trying to fill my days. I had like I broke I broke it and then had some days off, and I remember I was sitting on a sofa trying to. Have you ever watched Ozark? On Netflix, seen that? Okay, so I tried to watch the first episode of that, and I was sitting there right, and I was like, right, can't do anything, so I'm going to watch Ozark, and I got an episode in. And I was just like, I feel, I feel really lazy. I feel really like I, I should be working. So um, that's why I've come in to do all these interviews. Also, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're literally doing the press run out of boredom. Well, yeah. And, well, and, on and behalf of all the broadcasts out there, Ed, thanks very much. Well, no, but also, like, I, I bumped into uh, Russell Howard on uh, uh, Jonathan Ross's show, and he was like, I do a show as well. And I was like, well, I'm free, let's do it. So, like, I'm just kind of um, doing things that, you know, I want to do. And I, I, I really enjoy coming around and seeing everyone at radio yeah. it's fun it's yeah, fun doing no, it fair enough this is the busiest and most important year of my life so far and uh, I'm not going to spend a month of it on a sofa fair play is it true that after you had the accident you went straight to the pub anyway I was going to the pub I was en route to the pub this was like everyone thinks I was drunk when I did it I was sober hey 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 whoa, whoa, whoa I didn't say I was sober it, going, word, going down a hill brake too hard went over the handlebars everyone was like come on mate get up and I was like alright got on the bike cycled to the pub had a couple of pints, was like in a bit of pain, so I think I'm gonna go home. Cycled home, <laughs> and then uh, and then went to bed at like maybe 9 p.m. Woke up at four, drove myself to the hospital, uh, and uh, then when I arrived, they were like, "You can't drive back," so I had to get my girlfriend insured on a really nice car, which she is now in- insured on, and uh, she she drove me home. Why are you so nervous about insuring your girlfriend on a really nice car? You, you know when you're a backseat driver and you're like, "No, no, no, brick, 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 brick." Oh, brick, I, I am that person. Yeah. So like I've. She like she's never she's never crashed, but I'm always like we're we're about to. I, I'm I am exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, right, Ed. Plenty more to talk about right now on Absolute Radio. This is Castle on the Hill. It's wacky. It's fun. It's outrageous. Oh, hold on. I've picked up the Funhouse lyrics again. It's quite simply the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Where the topic du jour is: Have you ever spotted a celebrity at the airport? Thank you so much for all of your texts and tweets. Shall I begin? Mm-hmm. 
I saw Jarvis Cocker at East Midland Airport and asked for a photo. He was really cool about it and let both me and my mate Becky have photos with him from Naomi in Dudley. Oh, it's nice. You just want to hear that Jarvis is cool, don't you? Yeah. That's what you want to hear from him. I once saw Kiefer Sutherland at McDonald's at LAX. He was shorter than I thought <laughs> and my, my, my wife thought much better looking in real life and that's from Mark from Canterbury. Oh, I wonder what he ordered. Oh, yeah, he's a Philly, a fish kind of guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I met Meatloaf at Heathrow Terminal 4 the day after he ripped his trousers, and it's a royal knockout from Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Bob. Dave and Matt, I saw Robert Vaughan, who, of course, for me, will always be the bad guy in Superman 3, along with Richard Pryor. And you remember that? He makes me get all the half cents in people's paychecks. Yeah. That's what he does. Anyway, uh, him and his wife saw them at Heathrow, recognisable due to the fact he had over 20 Louis Vuitton trunks and was wearing a full-length fur coat. That's from oh, JY. Yeah. That's how you imagine Robert Vaughan to yeah, be, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you got any big A-list celebrities well, over there? I've got one here from Andy and Forth, a pretty big name A-list celebrity. He says, uh, I was on a plane from Glasgow to London once and I shook the hand of Neil Oliver from Coast. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Oliver, he's that uh, guy who looks like Marty Pello. He's on the show all about the sea. I don't think you need to tell everybody <laughs> who he is. <laughs> Just he's a national treasure. Yeah, I do love. I love Neil Oliver. He's great. And shook hands with Neil Oliver. He shook Neil Oliver's hand. Ooh, very impressive. Yeah. Uh, keep them coming. Eight, twelve, fifteen, or tweet at Absolute Radio. You're listening to the hip and fresh sounds of the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. It's Absolute Radio on your Wednesday evening and I'm here with Ed Sheeran. So we've had some uh, talk about life in general and we've talked about the music, which is very important. Now we'd like to move into a little bit of acting and and a regular feature I'm building here. You're only the second person to do this. The first Ed was Jeff Goldblum and he did Flirt Face and he's one of the best people in the world. The lad from uh, Jurassic Park. That's, yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's be, let's be really cool about Jeff Goldblum and just call him the lad from Jurassic Park. Um, Please don't put that in. I feel, <laughs> I feel offensive. There. It's too late, man. Uh, with you, instead of flirt face, we're going to do cliffhanger face based on the fact that you were in Shortland Street, a New Zealand-based soap, Home and Away and, of course, Game of Thrones, but we're focusing on your soap skills here, okay? So um, I mean, I, I smashed it. You did smash it. I smashed it. it, yeah. You should have seen me in the soaps. I played myself. I have seen you in the soaps. I researched. Good, right? Yeah, that's why we're doing this feature. Acting genius. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's your cam there. That's cliffhanger cam right there. And this is my cliffhanger cam. Um, I'm going to give you a line. I want you to do your best end of soap reaction to it. Are you ready? I'm going to try and do an Australian accent here as well. I just want to warn you of that. Don't let that break character. Okay, here we go. I oh, know who killed Sheila. It was you. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> that's very good. Thanks. Three point plan. I've got one for you. Here we go. You read that out. I'm going to do right. my cliffhanger face. I know you hate me and love me, Bruce, but I've got something to tell you. He's not your father. I am. Wow. Um, Ed, I think we're going to need a moment to process that. Uh, there's more from Ed Sheeran on the way. Shh. Dave Berry. This is Absolute Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. It's just gone ten past four. It is the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio with Matt Dyson, of course. Hi. I uh, hope you're having a great afternoon. I don't know. <laughs> that was a bit camp. <laughs> no offence. <laughs> hey. Oh, just saying hello. <laughs> just saying hello. Now you've gone super manly, all bad things. Uh, now, <laughs> listen to this. I was having some Thai food. 
I was just, you know, helping myself to this amazing um, vegetable soup, this yom tom soup that they oh, do. It's yeah, got a little yeah. kick in it. It's good because we've both got, got a little bit of cold going on at the moment. Sour soup. Yes, yeah, so I was just trying to kick yeah. it out. And uh, my Instagram went bing. And uh, this was a big surprise to me because this is what it said. The judges for San Marino's hashtag Eurovision 2018 national selection have been revealed as Swedish hashtag Eurovision 2015 winner Manslow Merlo, Austria's 2016 representative Zoe Straub, and British radio presenter <laughs> at Dave underscore Berry underscore Insta. <laughs> hashtag wow. Eurovision 2018. What? I replied saying, I'm not 100% sure how this got out <laughs> and got mentioned uh, that I would be a San Marino Eurovision judge, but it's my new favourite piece of personal fake news. Yes. Well, so what, you were going to be a judge of the San Marino entry? The, the, or... the actual Eurovision people believe that I'm flying to San Marino where I'm going to sit with the... Um, <laughs> Winner of 2015 and of 2016 and someone from 2015 sit there and pick who should represent San, San Marino, Marino yeah. next year with a very small population of San Marino. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. How do they come up with this? I have absolutely no idea. As I say, it's my new favourite piece of personal fake news. Yeah. Um, but then I got thinking, well, if the fine people at Eurovision are going to take the time to start such an incredible rumour about me, why don't we use the show to start rumours about you out there. That's what we could do, because if you want us to start a rumour, whatever it may be, just text it to us, 8-12-15, or tweet it at Absolute Radio, and we'll say it like it's true. Yeah, just like yeah. the Eurovision people like did to me. you are judging so, the San Marino entry for this year's Eurovision. So let's... Why let's, wouldn't you be? Let's start a rumour about you, Matt, you know, so right here, what, what's going on? I invented dabbing. <laughs> you did? Yeah, yeah. You did, you mean Because it's so it's a ridiculous dance move that yeah. all the kids do now. Yeah, well, well, it's not ridiculous. It was great. Uh, I was there the first time I saw you do it. Well, exactly. There you go. A lot of people think it was uh, rappers in Atlanta, in America, that yeah. invented it back in the early noughties. No, it was actually me. Oh, uh, I started yeah. doing it in, in a club in London one time, <laughs> and it really caught on. So there we go. Um, I am a judge for Eurovision, San Marino styley. Matt inventing dabbing, one of the biggest dance crazes of the last year. Yeah. What about you? Can we start a rumour about you on your behalf? 8.12.15 at Absolute Radio. Right now on your radio, it's the man, Dave Berry. Absolute Radio. It's Absolute Radio on your Wednesday evening. Ed Sheeran is with me on the way, mail order bribe. Uh, now let's talk about Perfect, uh, which you've taken from the album. Obviously the whole thing since you released it, Ed, and you've said this is one of the most important years of your, your life. It's gone so well, everything has been so well received. Thank you. So are you having any kind of nervous pangs or anxiety about putting another single out there given how well the album's already done or is this just a, a nice no, thing to put out for the fans do you know what I f yeah I think I always wanted to release Perfect at Christmas and uh, that would like that, that that was always the plan Perfect was always going to be the last single of the year I think I'll do one more next year but the plan was always to just stick it out so it's more you know everyone everyone at the record label's happy with how the album sold all the tickets have been selling for tour like I'll, it couldn't be going better but um yeah, you can always get a little bit more. Okay, well, it's a beautiful song. Thank you. Uh, and that leads me into last time we, we had a chat, uh, we talked about Song Jail, yeah. uh, which I love the idea of. Would you tell everyone who, who's watching, listening right now what, uh, what that song, is? Song Jail is a, uh, you know, you write a lot of songs for an album and then you pick the best 12 for an album and uh, then the rest end up in Song Jail and they either get released um, eventually or put on your album or someone else's album or they just 
remain in jail. So what I like when someone comes to you and they say like, oh, Ed, have you got any songs that we could possibly have, mm. given how good you are as a songwriter? And then you look in you song jail. A, you have a little look in and song jail. You know, there's some prisoners that are stronger than the other ones. And, you know, they get... <laughs> Just like in real yeah. prison. Yeah. Like, for instance, like uh, the tune that Rita cut, your your song, that was in song jail for about three days. Right. And then she was like, I'd, I'd love that song. So like um, the original version of Love Yourself was in song jail for about a year. Oh, I'm surprised about that. Yeah. Yeah, I you know it's I I don't know like I never really know about songs. Shape of You was in song jail for a bit because I was like I think I thought it'd be wicked if Rudimental did that featuring Rihanna. Like okay, and that uh, was the dream. That was yeah. So I was like trying to make that happen, and then uh, my record label my record label signed Rudimental as well, and they were like, no, you're. You're going to release this. This is going to be one of your biggest ever singles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't. I presume Perfect never even, it never no, even made, like, you know, it wasn't even in overnight in jail. No, Perfect Perfect was the first song I wrote for this album. Okay. And, um, yeah, that, I always knew that. This is my favourite song on the record. Uh, it is time now for Mail Order Bribe. Um, producer Amanda, would you fetch me the Argos catalogue? <laughs> right. Right, this is how this is going to work. We're going to play uh, the brand new tune um, on Absolute Radio. You've got the duration of that song. To pick something out from there for twenty four ninety nine or less, and you buy it for me. That's the key. No, you buy it for me, right. and then I give everything that's going on in your world an amazing plug on the show. All right. Okay. So um, this. Can we check? It, does someone have? Can you ask Kev if you can borrow twenty five quid of him? <laughs> Pay him back. <laughs> um, so, you know, I've been bought deep fat fryers, beard trimmers. I've been bought a lot of good stuff so far. We're going to play Perfect right now. No. And when we come back... Sorry, I'm just not paying attention to you. Edward, you're excited. not you're leafing through the Argos catalogue. That's fair enough. Ed would have selected something. Good luck, Ed. Be still, my okay. child. It's Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio. So tonight is date night in the Dyson household. Yes, it is. So uh, everything starts, I imagine, Matt, where you, have, you, you take the kids. Well, so, that's it. That's, yes. Uh, so how did it start? Um... My parents and Katie's parents don't live anywhere near where we live, so that involved me doing a two a two hour journey up to Staffordshire <gasps> earlier. Let me drop you right off. Yeah, Staffordshire is a good shout. They will never find their way back from there. You're right. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Yeah. <laughs> so two hour drive up there, two hour drive back, four hour round trip. Wow! But it is worth it because well, as much as I love my children, <laughs> but we are now. Uh, free from parental responsibility until Saturday afternoon. Uh, you're kidding! No. What is it? It's Thursday today. It's Thursday today. So you, tonight. you know, this is nice. I'm really pleased for you both. Um, so, and the, and the kids are going to have a great time with they, you. They love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah win, win. Um, so, let, let me ask you this: um, What's the plan? Well, um, well, all I really want to do is just go and stay in a pub till closing time. And uh, does because, does Mrs. Dyson share this ambition? I think she probably does. Yeah, because um, because I don't get up at four in the morning anymore. You know, the kids aren't there. I don't have to travel home. We're staying in the hotel in London, so that's going to be very. Oh, nice. that's nice going to go out for a meal first and then just just, uh, just a simple stay in the pub till closing time. I'll be happy with that. So you've got something romantic planned, probably an expensive dinner, I'd imagine. Well, well, I picked where we're going for the meal. Oh, OK. Yeah. Nice. doesn't really know about it. It's, Let uh, me take charge. It's a place called Labab. Oh, what's Labab? That sounds expensive it's, in French. Uh, well, it's, uh, it's uh, a gourmet kebab restaurant. <laughs> but when I say gourmet... Of course it is. I mean, it, don't think about uh, like a doner kebab... Uh, Turkish How should joint. I think about it then? Think about <laughs> these are gourmet chefs, proper okay. Michelin-starred chefs, making 
kebabs. Who then got fired by the restaurants they worked in and now work in a kebab <laughs> No, and now they've branched out and they're making <laughs> gourmet top-end kebabs. Wow. Yeah. What's it called, Le Bob? Le Bab. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's just off Carnaby Street down the corner. Um, that's amazing. So you're going to go there, eat kebabs, and then go and sit in a corner of a pub somewhere yeah. in, in Soho. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. just wait until you hear the last orders, yeah, bell, and then and go back say, to the hotel. Walk back to the hotel. That's how you do date night dice <laughs> my style. That is a I wish you both a very happy Thank evening. You. Dave Berry in all shapes and forms on Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. That was the brand new one by Ed Sheeran, who joins us now. Ed, you have been looking through the Argos catalogue to appease me, the broadcasting gods, in Mail Order Bribe. And what I like about you, Ed, is you went straight to the toy section, which yep. none of my previous guests have thought to do. Yeah. What are we looking at? Uh, I'm just trying to see if I can find the best one because they're all like, some are like, oh, 24. No, that, no. 20, there is one for 24.99, but it's what, not. What, it's not. what is it? Actually, all right. You're going to get a mega blasting rotating barrel Nerf gun. Oh! That's the best present in it that you can get. Get out of my car and into my dreams. <laughs> how, how much is I can't it? Really, I can't really give you a no. at the moment, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Although right, you would have done. It's number, number 18, page 1590. budget? Yeah. Can I actually, if I give you 25 quid, can you buy this for Dave? No, you're, you, yeah, you're, this is going to happen. No, have no, to but actually, no, but actually, yeah, off oh, no. camera, actually No, happens. off camera, actually, actually, you're right. buying this for me, Ed. Yeah, and you have to have it in your, in your uh, studio, and every, a, anytime you have someone of a caliber of, like, Christoph Waltz, yeah. who's like, I think know, he's in in January, yeah? Yeah. You've just got to shoot him. Just shoot him with the Nerf gun. Or let him shoot you. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's a deal. We'll play him this audio. Um, yeah. Ed, it's always a pleasure to see you. Um, continued um, speed with your recovery, my man. Um, and the new single, as we already know, is, is beautiful. And it's great that you wanted to release it at Christmas, and that's what's happening. It is available to download now. Please give it up for Ed Sheeran, everybody. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, thank you. The Dave Berry Show. Berry by name. Dave Berry, also by name. Uh, now, this is the thing that's happened here as we were talking about doppelgangers uh, at Absolute Radio have phrased it, oh dear, well, this is awkward. Presenter Dave and producer Dave have finally, they've put for some reason, <laughs> finally synced outfits. Hashtag who wore it best. Yeah. Um, Dave, of course, says gorgeous obsession. Thanks, gorgeous <laughs> obsession. I presume you mean me. Um, uh, that's true, you both thought Dave is quite hard. Yeah. No, well, I'm just taking that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do look good in my clothes. Whoa. Um, Dave, of course, also knows who has the best guns. Hashtag flex. Well, I mean, you and that's from Tams. That. You so mentioned that. You're, I mean, it's the double den denim disaster going on. <laughs> but, but what you've done in the arms crossed is, I think, Dave, you may be doing the old guns trick. I'm uh, not. Very, I think, no. You know, you fold your arms, put your hands just behind where your muscles are. No. Your, your arms, and then just not, sort of push them up a bit. It's not 1992. <laughs> I'm not at the school disco. <laughs> I don't need to do the old, what do you call it, the guns press. Yeah, yeah. No, this is just, this is just a gym just home the, body. It's the classic guns trick. <laughs> well, you're looking... Don't laugh too hard, producer man. That's not very nice, is you're it? You're looking at hench, as I believe the kids would say. <laughs> well, yeah, well, producer Dave, you're not looking too bad either, for it's worth. Anyway, uh, if you want to... Is, this is an actual disaster, because people <laughs> in the office are laughing at us. We are literally wearing the same clothes. Check it out at Absolute Radio. He's the here and now. He's Dave Berry. This is Absolute Radio. 
where character assassination is rife at 4.30 on your Thursday afternoon. Um, if you're just joining us, uh, producer Dave and I have very sadly come to work today dressed in exactly the same clothes. Uh, we did a picture, we posted it at Absolute Radio so you guys can have a look and have one of those fun who wore it best type things even though technically neither of us really care because we know we both look great. Um, but then Matt accused me of doing the thing where you use your hand to because yeah. we've got our arms folded it's, in the picture. I mean, we all do it. It's okay. No, I, well, I, well, we well, do I don't it. do it. I've got fabulous <laughs> muscle memory. You might as well. So, so it's down to your muscle memory. I've got a, I've got a better I've got better muscle memory than I have actual memory. Oh, really? um, yeah, yeah. Oh, Mike. <laughs> well, mate, that is impressive. But you, you can't. And so Matt has then gone um, at Masterman at Dave Berry underscore Twee and done one of those three pictures on Twitter <laughs> at Real Dicenator where it zooms in. It's the original. Then it's my face. And then it's my hand under my bicep. My yeah. bicep that I've got, I've earned. It's looking pretty good. I mean, you should be proud of it. I don't know. <laughs> you can see the hand as well. That was crazy. You can see that sneaky Character little hand. assassination. Just pushing it out. Just push it out a little bit. I'm no, not pushing it out. <laughs> I've put a lot of effort in at Virgin Active. That's what that is. Ah, good. Well, it's paid off considering you've only been once this week. It's quite a re remarkable result. Muscle memory. <laughs> Muscle memory. <laughs> How many more times have I got to say? Delete this tweet at Real Dysonator. <laughs> Slanderous. No, no it's good. What? <laughs> what? What do you think? Have you got good muscle memory? No. Well, actually, when I go back to the gym, right, yeah. the first couple of times you go, suddenly you look all right. Yeah, you and that, So that might be what it is. You get that. Yeah, that so beginner's bounce. Yeah, exactly. That's what this is. It's beginner's bounce, hashtag yeah. muscle memory. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, you know, if some you walked out of the gym, you haven't been, and you were like, as you say, you popped a little bit. I don't know yeah, what the terminology yeah, yeah. is. If someone accused you of walking down the street tense and everything, yeah, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying you've overdone it, but you know, just a little trick here and there helps on those pictures, <laughs> doesn't it? You know, it's good. We should we all do it? The whole of the nation are listening to this, Matt. Give me a break. Now would be a good time to play Muse's Muscle Museum. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna can. play Prince. Oh. <laughs> Sit back. Dave Berry is here. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio.